Hello, everybody, and welcome to Knights of the Pageless Library. This is a podcast where we review audiobooks. I am Bo Knight, and with me, as always, is Ryan Knight. And today we are taking a look at The Time Machine by H.G. Wells and read by John Banks. That's right. And like I said in our previous episode, uh, this one that we got off Audible is narrated by John Banks, but there are quite a few other ones on audible narrated by other people so just be aware that's the one we're talking about so if you listen to a different one obviously the story's gonna be the same but the narrator might be a little bit different so yeah your mileage may vary exactly doing a quick google search will show you that this book is like available for free all over the place i guess right so but yeah we listened to this off audible yeah as with most of our stuff so as with all of our stuff, is there another place to I was going to say, yeah, actually, as with all of our stuff, because we are knights, we are not <laughs> pirates, we don't steal things. No. <laughs> yeah. We pay our honest coin if, for these books. If anybody knows of a better version, you could email us and let us know at kotpl.pod at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the easiest way to get a hold of us. And you would be the honor of our first freaking email so that's still waiting on that i don't know how hard i have to beg (laughs) so this book is that's written by like you said by hg wells which most people would probably know him for the war of the worlds okay um so the time machine is actually hg wells's first published novel that i can see yeah public so. published in 1895 yes yeah so this is old school <laughs> yeah this book is one way to put it like 125 years old which is crazy um so let's see the audiobook that we're listening to was actually released in 2017 so it's not really it's that new yeah, it's actually pretty new. Holy cow. Which, I like I said, that. there's some other ones on here that are older and stuff. So, yeah. But the one we're listening to is was uh, 2017. And <clears throat> so, like I said, H.G. Wells is mostly known for probably War of the Worlds is probably his most kind of famous novel that's, like, very mainstream. Um, and then... But mostly what he writes is like sci-fi and kind of not really dystopian, mostly just kind of sci-fi type of stuff. So well, I, I feel like it's just like a different take on the world like that he was living in, right? Like World of Worlds is a little bit different, but like this. It, yeah, and I think that's pretty spot on. I mean, he's – I don't know. I mean, I would say H.G. Wells is probably considered a classic writer, but – he, I mean, even just a quick glance through like all of his books, I, and there's a lot of them. I, I maybe know the names of like three. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. But. Anyways. So yeah. what did you, what did you think of John Banks in this one? He's okay. I agree. Okay is a very spot on way to put it. I, think, <laughs> I don't I don't know how else to say it. I mean I think though, for the way the story is told, if it's his voice is very fitting. 
because it's essentially the main character talking to us as a listener. So, right, like it kind of is pretty fitting, just because I think his voice does fit it very well. However, not a lot of inflection, none, not a lot of none, right? Even in parts that are like, oh, and I was scared for my life. Like that's basically how he and, says it. And I mean, like, we'll get into it more, but I, this, this okay, never mind. Yeah, Sorry. We'll, we'll get into it. Trust me. We'll get into it. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought he did okay. I mean, actually, I'm I'm leaning more, more towards the, like, not that great, to be honest. Well, that's um, why I was really surprised that you said this came out in, like, 2017. I was like, huh? Because why? Okay, never mind. <laughs> well, it, it does kind of sound the, the way that he's, like reading it it actually does sound more like an older book like yeah and earlier like when audiobooks first started to come out most people didn't really know it seemed like you know how to put inflection in or change characters or anything like that and that's which i mean to be fair he didn't really change characters that much he didn't have to but no it's just very monotone kind of drab through the whole thing so drab that's a good way to put it (laughs) Um, so if it wasn't already kind of apparent, this, the genre of this book is like pretty heavy sci-fi, just judging by the name. <laughs> what, um, the, the book called The Time Machine is sci-fi? <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you're into sci-fi, I mean, this might be right up your alley. Even though, like, it's pretty light sci-fi, though. <sighs> yeah, that... <sighs> It's kind of true. We'll get into it a little bit after spoilers, but yeah, I would say it's not—it's not like some Star Wars type shit. No, so. I mean like uh, spoilers right here, but like the time machine is like one of the only fantastical things that really happens in this book. Very true, actually. Yeah, and oh, I'll, I'll talk about it after the spoilers. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm sorry. It's kind of spilling over at this point. That's all right. Uh, this book's actually very short. It's only a little over three hours. It's three hours and twenty-two minutes. How long so, is the movie? Uh, probably about an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, I thought it was long. I don't, uh, I don't think so. I you're probably right. There's more multiple movies, by the way. Oh, excuse, excuse me? I didn't yeah. know that. There's one from the 70s, which we were, I was actually oh. going to talk to you about that. Oh, okay. I thought you meant there was like mul- like more in the storyline. It's like, uh, okay. No. Uh, so yeah, the newer time machine that came out in 2002 is 96 minutes. Hmm. So okay, the so movie is the book. Yeah, is about half the book, which is very uncommon usually. It is super weird. I want to say yeah, this book has only 84 pages in it. Really? Original book, yeah. Huh. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. <laughs> So, uh, are, you, are you seeing a price on this one? That's what I was just like trying to pull up because I am bad and didn't look at that yet. It looks like about six dollars. Hmm. Oh, it's only six bucks. Damn. Yeah. It is, which I think I used a token to pay for the this one. But I digress. Six okay. Bucks. Okay. So now the real question: <laughs> Is this easy to follow? Hell no. 
<laughs> no, no, this book it is not. Made me feel like a stupid person. Like I, I, I needed a dictionary, man. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's very like when I looked it up and I was like, oh, it was written in the late 1800s. That makes a lot of sense. Even, just, but even that, I think, is just letting it off a little easy. Like, it's so flowery in the way that it's written. It just, it boggles my mind. Sure. Like, we'll get into it more, but like. So, you know what? You know what it's very reminiscent of for me is like H.P. Lovecraft. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean. Well, no. Is that kind of how it feels to you? Like, is like I, I don't want to. I'm not. Even, I don't want to get into like I, that. Like yet, because like all almost all the stuff I have to say is like spoilery. Well, stuff. I'm and I'm not even. I'm not even saying like the content or any of that stuff. I'm just talking purely the way it's written. It's almost written in more of like a uh, like a poetry. Yes, exactly. More of like a poetry type of t- story, basically. Yes, you are right. It is more of a poetry. It, it is. It really is. You're, that is a good way to put it. But I 100% agree. This is insanely hard to follow. Dude, um, I, I had to listen to it I've, twice. Like I, I told you, I was like, I listened to it once and I was like, what? Like, <laughs> what happened? I also listened to it twice. So if that puts it into context, I also listened to it twice. It is not easy listening either. It is like it's hard to follow and it's not easy listening specifically because there's there's not multiple characters to kind of grab your attention each time they change characters. There's there's none of that. It's very monotone and it's just like someone is telling you a story. You don't get to ask questions in the middle. No, <laughs> you just you have don't. to sit and listen well, to the story. Sometimes he only explains something like once, and then he's like, and then we did this, and then we went back to this place. And I was like, I don't even know where the, where, where are you? What's happening? Right. So, yeah, this <clears> – <throat> I mean, I would say this – this one was definitely over my head even. Like, it <sighs> – well, I'll just, I'll just get into my recommendation right now. So – it was over my head to the point that I would say I would only recommend this to someone who's either like a hardcore literary fan or is like a hardcore sci-fi fan because it's just not it wasn't that fun to listen to. I okay, I cannot recommend this to anybody. I'm honest with you. Okay. No, that's fair. I mean, I think I, this is a meandering story that has nothing to say. And it really, for the for the subject matter, is not that interesting. No. <laughs> like what? Like, don't like. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like this book was a huge letdown for me. Same like, here. I, like I listened to it again, and I was like, I, there mu- I must be missing something because this this got made into a movie. It must be good, right? There's there's got to be something here. And I finished it the second time, and I was like, I just like was left like with my my chin in my hand. And I was like, why is this even a book? Like, I don't really understand. It's not, like, it's not that fantastical. Like, the things that he does are really mundane and uninteresting. It's, I don't know. It's just just a huge letdown. Maybe the things were more interesting 
in the 1900s. But it's, and maybe it is overshadowed a lot by just a lot better sci-fi content. Because maybe this was very original for its time. And it might have been. However, does it hold up to the test of time? Right. No. I was going to say, if that's the case, it did not age very well. Um, I would definitely, I, I agree with you. I only like, like I said, if you have a bucket list and one of them is to read an HG Wells novel, uh, you still might want to pick a different one. Read literally anything else he's written. Probably. Um, uh, it, I was excited to listen to this though, because I really like the movie and I know you didn't. I was like, Ooh man, like this is, this is going to be cool. Ryan's going to love this. And then like, I don't know. I listened to it and I was like, what, what? What? Yeah, I love the movie. The the 2002 one. I I haven't seen the 1971. But this may be one of those times we need to check out both movies as well and compare all three. Um, I would definitely probably, though, recommend watching the 2002 film over listening to this book. And Don't waste three hours. Or six, in my case. The 2002 story has almost nothing to do with this book either just so that's what knows. i found myself thinking a lot of the time too i was like man like the movie had nothing to do with any of this stuff which is good because who cares right. honestly See, and i don't even i don't even necessarily know that the movie i mean i'm assuming the movie yeah it definitely is based on this book but the, about the, the, only the idea have, of a time machine exactly I think like about it Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I think the only thing they have in common is that they both have a time machine in them. Yeah. So. Do you want to go past the spoilers so I can like really tear into this? Yeah, let's do it. So there you go. You pretty much got all thumbs down from us. So yeah, if, if I had an extra thumb, I would give it another thumbs down. <laughs> so just stick around and we'll just we'll just ruin the story for you real quick. Not that you're going to be missing much. So my issue with this book is it's so, like you said, it's like poetry, but he's not fucking saying anything. No, I agree. And and like you said, kind of flowery, like, explanation, like, heavy explanations on some things, none on others. Yeah. And, like, yeah, just and completely so glossing over. it's so confusing. Yes, it is incredibly confusing. It's so hard to follow. Um, and so for anybody wondering, this story is also very kind of weird because it's first person, but we as the listener are seeing through someone in the book's eyes, Yeah, basically. Which is a so, strange choice to me. Right? It's very weird because essentially we, as the listener, are listening to the time traveler tell his story of and the what thing he that experienced. gets me is like the person that who we are is listening we don't even get their name like one no. of one of the few people that's named in the books is just some random guy we don't get we don't even get the time traveler's name no and i mean maybe that was a popular thing back in the day for writing is just to not get hung up on like names and stuff but it's really weird because like at one point our character our person is like I inquired about, and then I named our host. Yeah. It's like, well, then what's his name? Like, why I know. Like, what's the point? That? Like, why are you not just telling me? Right. I don't it is, get it. No, it was very confusing, like, choice for the story. And now that um, I'm thinking about it, was was he, was he like, like basing this on a real person? 
I don't know. Maybe that is what it is. Maybe this is a story that somebody told him because the way it is told, that's it's almost what it was like, is that he was recounting something he had heard. Because... And, and like my favorite part of the whole book in the beginning when he's like explaining like the idea of moving through time, I like I like that. I like sure. that. And he's like giving he's like, you know, he's like he has like giving court to all these like gentlemanly scholars or, or who are so far up their own ass. Like oh, yeah, I like that. Sure. I like that in the beginning. But then like immediately after that, it just it just gets confusing. It gets confusing and it gets pretty boring for what he's it's... doing. So boring. Out of all the places you could go in all of time, you go to like the mundane world where everything is like drab. Apparently, yes. Yeah. yeah, apparently, spoilers. If you, way in our future, apparently it's super boring. Oh, dude. <clears throat> like, out of all the places he could have stopped? Really? <laughs> that wasn't even the part that disappointed me the most, I think. Is I think what kind of disappointed me the most is that. So. While the time traveler is telling his story. So he gets in his time machine that he built and he travels through time. And I have a problem with this part too. I'm not even going to get into the minutia of time travel because that's way over my... You can't think about it. You're going to die if you think about it. No, 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 no. I, I have a bone to pick and I'll get to it in a second. So he travels to the year like 800,000. Yeah. Which... I don't know why. He it's like eight hundred thousand seven hundred and two. Yeah, like what you're right. It is dial. like a weirdly specific date. <laughs> so that's what his dials on his machine tell him. Um, which I had a problem though with the eight hundred thousand timeline, specifically for the reason that he says. So he has like these dials on his time machine that are telling him obviously the years ticking by. He says. The years were ticking by at nearly or at like, you know, slightly faster than a minute. I did the math on this. That would have meant he would have to sit in his time machine for over a year just traveling at the speed he was traveling. I didn't even think about that. So that right there, I have a problem with. (laughs) I mean, unless... Unless he was just saying that, and in reality, it was blink. It was like literally just blinking by because a year would have had to been like a second for you to not have to sit in the time machine for like ever. Right. I don't. Uh, all right. And like, what even? Like, why does he decide to stop where he stops? I don't know. Because I I, I, li- I tried to listen to that part like four or five times, like over and over again. And I was like, I, he doesn't really explain like why he stopped where he stops. No, I I don't really know. I mean, <clears throat> and I think part of the constraints of the story are that he, which apparently he also gets lucky because part of the constraints of the story are that the time machine itself doesn't move. So... While but he is moving through time, the time but it has machine... like inertia, right? Because he like stops suddenly and hits his face. Yeah, which I didn't really get though, because no, it makes no sense. The whole point of like what he explains at the beginning is that you can move through reality, but not through time. So I just assumed his time machine was the opposite. It's moving through time, but not necessarily through the physical world. <clears throat> but 
just so happens where he stops, there's it's also inhabited, luckily enough, because, you know, story, I guess. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> and, I mean, H.G. Wells, so, because, like, and I don't know about War of the Worlds, the story, might have to try to do that book, too, because now I want to know if it's way different than the movie, because the movie was okay. The movie's pretty good. It's decent. <clears throat> The newer one. I'm sure there's an older one of it, too. Wasn't it like a radio broadcast? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was, and I think people freaked out because they thought it was real or something like that. Yeah, because people are stupid. <laughs> so, but to really, I mean, his idea of the future is hella boring, though. Like, He's so boring, dude. And I mean, maybe that's what we'll come to. However... I would think there'd be a little bit more fantastical stuff than this. Right. Yeah. He he like stops with these people who are like basically like frail humans, basically. That's that are, that's really vegetarian. all they are. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say I summed it up, but he it's gonna take him thirty minutes to explain that to you. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, they're like small, pale, frail vegetarians, and the worst. <laughs> and apparently they don't do anything they yeah that's what i didn't understand either it's like they didn't do anything they tire easily right like, okay. yeah they literally just like they like screw around all day and they like have sex in the streets apparently in a fun playful way is literally how he describes it and but that's it they don't do anything and then the only real like meat of the story you get from all of this is that at night or when it gets closer to nighttime there are no individual houses they all like go to one area to sleep together right <sighs> so as the time traveler walks around this city um he also his time machine goes missing yeah and he thinks that the Eloy, I'll just go ahead and spoil that, the 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 like pale, frail people are the Eloy. <clears throat> he thinks they moved it for him. But then he was like, Oh, well, I don't even know if two dozen of them put together could move it on their own. Like So basically he comes to the conclusion that there's no way they moved it. So somebody else moved it. And I still have no fucking clue where it went. I still don't understand. Uh, it went in the Fink, the Finks, the, the, the Phoenix, the Sphinx? Sphinx. God, thank you, <clears throat> statue. That's where it was. How? I don't know. How? It doesn't really explain it at all. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. I thought I was missing something, but I didn't. No, I didn't understand it at all. No. Uh, yeah, and somehow I mean, he didn't... intuitively knows it's in there, though. Yeah, I didn't get it at all. Yeah. So. He also notices that, like, around town, there's also, like, these these wells. And he finds the idea of wells still in this advanced period, you know, very odd. But what he finds out is that they're not, like, drinking wells. Because he basically finds out that you can climb into them if you want to. Yeah. yeah and there's, like, a whole other race of people down there. What are they called? The the Ma Lock? Like they're they're like basically like cave dwellers, so they're like super pale. 
So like, Mor- Morlocks? Morlocks? Yeah. I, I just kept thinking Murlocks every time he said it. But yeah, yeah, because it's very close to that. But yeah. Yeah, and they like live. They live underground, and they like they. I don't know. He like tries to explain it, like why they would have diverged like this, but it doesn't really make any sense. Doesn't make they're, any sense. They're like super and, light sensitive. Right, because apparently they've lived underground for thousands of years. They've evolved in the dark, basically. They have like huge eyes that like glow, kind of like a cat's if the light hits them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so they're the ones that took the time machine. And for also. He like befriends. He like saves this girl's life. What's her name? Oh my god, Weena. Because I always thought I just kept thinking you were saying Weener. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like his companion through all this kind of. I guess. Except, apparently, also too he. So he's only in the future for like eight days. Yeah, which and doesn't make any sense when he talks about it. Like none, it makes none. It like doesn't. Because he really like learns their language. Exactly, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Apparently, he knows how to talk to them after eight days, even though he literally says that their language doesn't sound like anything. So, yeah. but apparently, in eight days, he figures out the whole thing. He just knows how to communicate with them now, so it's no it's big a deal. Super genius. Which I mean, yeah, he's he's supposed to be smart. Obviously, he built a fucking time machine. However. That doesn't necessarily mean that you could learn a language from 800,000 years in the future just in you no. know, a few days. You couldn't. <clears throat> so he decides he's going to go down to where the Morlocks are and he's going to get his time machine back, which I've not really, I still have no idea why he had to go down, even though his time machine was like in the Sphinx. I, I don't, I don't understand any of this. It, it does. It makes even less sense what actually ends up happening. So. Right. So he goes down there into this hole and he still has some matches with him. He goes he climbs down the well because he finds like little handholds down the well. Because apparently the Morlocks also come to the surface, we will find out. So he goes down there and he constantly is talking about all this machinery and stuff, but then he gets down there and he doesn't say anything about any machinery. Like No, I yeah, like what? It just doesn't make any sense. No, it really doesn't. And then, so he lights a match because he has like box matches with him, and he finds like this table with some food and stuff on it, and there's meat on the table, which he's like, okay, well the Eloy don't eat meat, and he's like, apparently the Morlocks do. And then he kind of like looks around, I guess. I mean, I don't even really know what what he does that first time he goes down there. Like not really anything. I think he just like goes down there. And like he he like a couple of the the Marlux interact with him like they like touch on him, and then he leaves. Right, but then and then, he, and then he doesn't feel safe after that. Right, because then he gets to the surface and he realizes that the meat that he saw is the Eloy. So the Morlocks come up at night and they take the Eloy and they eat them because they're cannibals. Right, and so he like decides to stay in this. A place that like happens to be a museum too. It doesn't I didn't make understand any, that at all. Any sense to me at all? No, none. I I this is another part that I listened to like five or six times, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. None of this makes any sense. No, I don't know how he got there. I don't know why uh, Weena went with him. I I don't get any of it. And, and, and then, then he like finds some stuff. He like happens to find more matches, and finds like a like a weapon that he can use 
Yeah. Also, I have to. Uh, I got to rag on HG Wells a little bit here. Um, I would probably be hard pressed to find anything right now, today, in 2020, from 1895. Okay. Yeah. Hard pressed to find something like, like a matchbox that was in like perfectly preserved condition. So if you're telling yeah. me that this dude found stuff 800 thousand years in the future i'm just calling bullshit right now (laughs) and like sitting in the open where he can interact with it (laughs) okay all right (laughs) yeah that's what i said it was like the the whole eight hundred thousand thing was just bizarre to me like i'm not sure why he picked that point in time but no either yeah so then he gets some like weapons and stuff and he goes up and he like Starts a fire, like, in the forest, just randomly, too, right? Yeah, and then he accidentally starts a forest fire. Right, and then he starts this huge forest fire, which turns out to be good for him because the it gets dark out and the Morlocks come up to get him, I think. Yeah, that's what happens. Up, and then they end up, like, killing themselves in the fire because they can't see in the light. And they kill Weena, too. Yeah, or she just, like, Kills I don't know. That part's like, really confusing. It's like, and then Wena was dead. It's like, what? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. He literally is like, and realized I couldn't find Wena, and I mourned over her loss. It's like, well, so where'd she go? <laughs> doesn't yeah, doesn't no. say like, doesn't say like, I saw the Morlocks grab her and take her away. Like, <laughs> there's no ex- explanation of most of that stuff. Yeah. And then, so then the next day. He goes to look at the Phoenix. He's like ready to break into the the the, the, the Sphinx. Sphinx statue, and it's just open. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, because they surrendered it to him. That's well, right. they were supposed. They were like they were like trying to jump him, but he has enough time to fix his time machine and whiz off. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It, and he... I, it's so dumb, dude. Like that whole part is like, okay, so they took <laughs> the time machine from you, and then they just let you have it back. Like, what the fuck is the point of this shit? So I said the movie's way more interesting. Like, because <laughs> I the first time I listened to, I mean, he goes to the future and he sees some weird crabs or whatever, and he comes back and nobody believes him, and then he disappears forever. It's basically the whole book. Like I, I finished it the first time and I was like, okay, I must be missing something because I didn't enjoy any of that. Right. And <laughs> like this, 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 there's got to be something here. And I listened to it again and I was like, nope. That's just what it is. Yeah, no, that's just what it is. And yeah, what is the point there at the end? So when he leaves the Morlocks, he goes into the future further. And yeah, he sees some like giant crabs. And then he goes further than that. And he basically goes into the future until he like sees the sun like. or Oh, that's right. He says that the the Earth starts to orbit the sun like the moon orbits the Earth where we fall into this like this. We don't. Like, we're rotating at the same speed that we're moving around the sun now, so one face is always facing the sun. Yeah. And and that's it. And then he's like, yeah, well, time to go back to my time now. Yeah, it's so pointless. God it, damn it. It, <laughs> it really is. At one point, I thought it was going to get interesting there because he goes oh, right before, like, he settles on the whatever the Earth is, like the moon, before he settles on that. He starts talking about some like H.P. Lovecraft type stuff flying around. Yeah, but that's he, all like, it is. It's just talking. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, he's and he just like like mentions it in passing. Oh yeah, and by the way, I saw like this giant squid thing in the sky. And uh, yeah, then I came back here to uh, tell you chaps the story. Yeah, it's fucking. 
dumb. <laughs> and then, and then he like, he's like, I know you guys will think that this is a crazy story that I've told. And, but he's like, but I have proof. And he pulls like some flowers out of his pocket. And he's like, I'm sure you'll want to examine these to the medical man. And the medical man's like, where did you get these? Are you, you know, I've never seen these. Can I have them? And he's like, the time or the time traveler's like, no, I got these from Weena in the future. I think. I don't know. Yeah. Then he's like, this whole story stressing me out. Did that I really part, do that this? That part really confused me. It's like, oh, yeah. it, did I even build a time machine? It's like, dude, the time machine's sitting right there. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, dude, it was terrible. Like, that part was super confusing to me. It's like, what do you mean? That wasn't a fever dream. I know. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know what the point of that was. Apparently they did stuff different in the 1900s. Dude, fucking A. I just don't get it. I, I don't know if I'm just not smart enough to understand all the nuance and like beauty of this book. But well, I and I'm hated sure, it. I'm sure there is like... I was even trying too because I listened to it twice also. And I was trying. I was like, okay, there's got to be some like deep underlying meanings here and i'm sure there are probably blogs out there that are just like more pages than this book is long on ooh the time machine really means this but if that's the case it is like <laughs> it must be the best present wrapped in the worst box you could ever find like yeah it's it's in a box that's in the dumpster the dumpster's on fire <laughs> right <laughs> Which is actually more exciting than this book. Yeah, dude. That yeah, the dumpster fire would be way cooler than. This. <laughs> yeah, because I just, uh, I don't know, I, I, I really do think for this one we should go ahead and watch at least the 2002 movie and compare. You just these. want to watch the movie. <laughs> I do, but I also think that that's that would be a good comparison because, for the sole reason that I think that movie makes this type of thing traveling through time much more interesting yeah because it's so boring it really is boring i just don't get it like that of all the places you could have stopped that's where you stop like i just i don't know i just don't get it i guess I, i i guess i need like 20 more iq to understand this book see and i kinda i thought maybe so like this was written in 1895 so I think maybe he kind of picked just an obscure year specifically so that he wasn't like, oh, I'm going to pick the year 2000 and I'll talk about the year 2000. That way in the year 2000, people were like, hey, that's not really what happened. You, you rapscallion. Like, <laughs> you, you old crazy goose. Oh, you got it so wrong. <laughs> I, I felt like that's what he was doing. He's like, hmm, I'll just pick this super obscure number so no one could actually fact check me on this but because like, but who like the time he stops and who cares they're not even human it's like i don't care well and that was just it and i still i still have no idea he's talking about how the eloy have like very nice sandals with with intricate metalworking that would have been very difficult to fashion but he doesn't go down like to the morlocks and he's like oh i clearly see this is you're the man who builds sandals over there like, well, that's the thing there that's was none of that. sense to me is because, like, the, the more looks like they kill and eat these people. Why are they making their clothes? <laughs> yes, I couldn't figure that out either. It made exactly. no sense to me. Well, well, I take that back. He did say at one point that he thinks that the Morlock could even potentially be, like, uh, 
basically they used the Eloy as cattle. So why did they give them clothes? I apparently they take care of them so that they will breed and there's more food, basically. Fucking stupid. I'm just gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying that's what he was thinking, but I mean, it does say that in there. It has a reference to them being like cattle. But, yeah, I don't really know why they, they shower them with fancy things, you know, if they're just going to eat Yeah, them. like, what the fuck? Why? I, yeah, I don't know. And I I kind of like what he was... I feel like I kind of like what he was sort of trying to say in that, like, you know, like, if you indulge too much and you're, like, rich and spoiled and whatnot, you you know, you might go down this path of, like, kind of like the Eloy. You might get soft and weak and whatever. And then the dregs of society, the kind of hard industrial workers, might just overthrow you one day because, you know, you treated them like shit this whole time. But that's... The story I just told right there in 30 seconds makes it sound more interesting than this book is actually written. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's not like they're, like, fighting constantly. Because, like, the first night he would have been like, oh, my God. And then the freaking, you know, the Morlocks came up out of the ground and they snatched up a bunch of Eloy and and they beat some to death in the street. No, none of that happens. Like, he mentions one time that, oh, I thought I saw some some small gray things carrying off someone in the distance. Yeah, but then I moved on to something else. Yeah, and then he talks about there being fucking ghosts and shit for some reason. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he, like, goes into the fact that it's, like, impossible for there to be ghosts because there's too many humans and the world would just be clogged with ghosts at this point. That's right, yeah. (laughs) It's like like 30 minutes of the book. (laughs) That's right. So, I don't know. I just did not enjoy this at all. No, I didn't either. I, I both times, and we gave it a good go. We both listened to it twice, so I mean, you can't say we didn't try. Uh, yeah, like yeah, because I even texted you yesterday because we were gonna do this podcast yesterday, and I was like, dude, I need more time. Like, I have to listen to this again because right. I don't get it. And I I wasn't planning on listening to it again, but then when you told me you were going to, I was like, okay, I'll, I got a full day. I was working on my tractor. I was like, I'll listen to it again too, and. I did. I, I turned the speed up a little bit, which I thought might make it more interesting. It did not. It's still just as confusing. Right. So, yeah. That's that's the time machine. I guess we should stop beating the time out of this one. <laughs> yeah. Stop beating the time horse. <laughs> so, uh, with that, what are we doing next time, Bo? I'm not sure. Well... At this point, I'm leaning towards let's watch the movie and let's do a comparison since we're okay. We're right here, hot could, on the heels. We, we could do that. Okay, so that's probably what we will do next time. Sounds so good. we will most likely just be watching the 2002 Time Machine. Although I would like to maybe get my hands on the 1971 and watch it just to see. We could do that too. We could do all three, like all like look at the book, both movies. That would be fair. Oh, it's a 1960 movie, by the way, not Ooh. 70. Oh gosh, it's probably rough. <laughs> Can't be any rougher than the book. That's true. It's even longer than the first movie, or than the 2002 movie. Huh. I mean, we could do that, 
if we're able to get a hold of it. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Which I mean, you can get a hold of most stuff on Amazon right now, so we'll see if maybe can't get hold of everything. I know that. No. However, so that'll be the plan. So we will watch at least one of the movies, and we'll do a comparison to this book and see how the two kind of stack up together. Okay, that sounds good. And if anybody hates that idea, you could email us and let us know. kotpl.pod at gmail.com And to anybody still listening, we greatly appreciate it. And thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to our little Rinky Dink podcast. That's right. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And with that, we hope to catch you guys in the next one. Yeah. See you guys next time. <laughs>